0: Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: You have done something. I mean, whatever those other guys are doing, what what isn't, they don't, I don't know about that. What you have given me is the most profound
2: experience I can have. I'm so Filled with emotion about what just happened. I I just, it's extraordinary,
3: extraordinary.
2: I hope I never recover from this. I hope that I can uh, maintain what I feel now. I I don't want to lose it.
1: Since William Shatner went into space today as a 90-year-old, and uh, I wasn't expecting that level of uh, philosophical, uh, you know, philosophy out of uh, out, out of him but i failed to think about the fact the guy's 90 years old i don't care what kind of health you're in when you're 90 you think about dying all the time when you're 90 years old guaranteed and uh and and he talked about how being shot into space you look down at the earth and there's just life and the blue and everything and then above you nothing but darkness and death and is this what death is like is this what it's all about and so yeah that's uh, that's something
0: well and he's he 's a really thoughtful guy, uh, all the jokes aside about captain Kirk and the rest of it he 's a thoughtful man he 's a ninety year old fellow who 's contemplating life and death and also you know mankind and, and joy and, and peace and war and hatred and the rest of it and There are many, many people who have reported going to space looking bad at back at Earth has fundamentally changed their attitude about so many things. You recognize the fragility of it, and or you realize, oh, oh my God, there are, there are just, you know, us homo sapiens. We're in space together on this little blue marble, and, and the vastness of nothing surrounds us. Come on now. We're in this together. Who's with me? You know, that sort of feeling, which I've poorly expressed. But, yeah, I could see especially a thoughtful 9 year old man being truly moved by the experience. It was funny, when he was talking about, I don't know what those other guys are doing or whatever, was that a reference to, like, Elon Musk and the SpaceX and stuff? Or I don't know. Did he mention the other guys on the capsule? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know either.
1: Remember so, talking about um, Bones and Spock.
0: <laughs> I think they're dead. Uh, so anyway, uh, on a totally different topic um the the topic of china and taiwan it's been kind of a busy week in the news maybe you've followed the stories maybe you heard it here where china spent dozens and dozens of military aircraft into uh taiwan's air defense area which means the area at which you're not in the door but you're on the doorstep and you scramble your defenses Uh, And we've talked about this a fair amount, but I got this note from a friend who is staying with a Chinese-American friend who's very well-traveled and very well-informed and keeps up on Chinese-American relations. He said he wishes that this country would understand that Taiwan belongs to China, always has, always will. Said every Chinese citizen would be willing to go to war in an instant over that. And he's super worried that we are on the verge of war. That's really
1: interesting. Uh, We were talking about this yesterday. How many Americans are willing to go to war over Taiwan? Well, the government hasn't done a good job of selling it at all, and I think Biden and his people ought to get out and make the case because it could happen any day. And uh, Because I think right now it wouldn't be a very high percentage of people think it's worth going to war over Taiwan. You, You saw the way people reacted with Afghanistan. Let's just get out. I don't care. Screw it. Let's get it out. It's not worth right. it. What's in it for us? And unless you're into this stuff, what do you think's in it for us for saving Taiwan? Most people are going to think nothing.
0: Yeah. Well, Rich Edson did some great reporting last night on uh, a special report with Brett Baer. Let's start with clip number 60, Michael.
3: A robust, unprecedented Chinese military show of force near Taiwan, an island Beijing considers a breakaway province, and a rhetorical boost this week from Russia's foreign minister.
0: Just like the vast majority of other countries, Russia sees Taiwan as part of the People's Republic of China.
3: But among that vast majority of countries, the United States. In 1979, the Carter administration officially tied the U.S. to the so-called One China policy, recognizing Beijing as the one official Chinese government and erasing the American diplomatic relationship with Taiwan. Months later, a concerned Congress passed the Taiwan Relations Act, allowing a thorough unofficial relationship with Taipei that includes American arms sales to Taiwan.
0: So that situation goes back many, many decades. So you understand, Taiwan being a breakaway from the communist Chinese, the, the Carter administration, and are kind of wishy-washy you know, half-assish policy toward Taiwan, so as not to offend the Chiangs. What's different is China did not have the power to take Taiwan for many decades and resented the hell out of it. Now they do have that power, so it's a it's a different time.
1: Well, so the belief is, on some of the podcasts that I listen to, um that we are in a really scary situation, that China, Xi, could easily be making the calculation that if we're going to do it, we got to do it now. There was some belief before that they're going to wait until they're strong enough that they can do it and, we, and and they would win or we would be too scared to take them on. But it's easy for, the, for them to believe right now, since we just gave the n- nuclear submarine inf- stuff to uh, Australia, it'll be years before they actually get those nuclear submarines, that things are only going to get worse for the opportunity for China to take Taiwan Uh, from here on out. And now is a window of opportunity they may never have again. And that's really frightening, because that's a pretty good calculation right there. Right, right. Uh, um, And and public sentiment is growing against China. So in terms of an opportunity to take that, and and the United States doesn't have the will to fight for it, um, now might be the sweet spot.
0: Well, if I were a hardcore uh, Chinese advisor uh, to Xi, and we had been thinking in terms of our growing strength versus the Australia factor that you were talking about, weighing the American will to fight and, and having a timetable of, I don't know, two years, eight years, 15 years, whatever. If I looked at the current American leadership and I saw Joe Biden and his incredibly low approval ratings and and just the disarray of the administration, and if I were that hardcore advisor, I'd be telling she we move now. We move now and deal with the aftermath.
1: I think so, too. And I don't think we would go to war over this either.
0: No, I think no. we
1: should. And I think you can make the case real strong on why we should. But I don't think we will. And, and nobody's making the case. There, there, there won't be that much public will. I don't think.
0: So how tense is China at this point? How serious are they? Are, they, uh, are How froggy are they feeling? Clip 61.
3: Under Chinese President Xi Jinping, Chinese rhetoric has grown more aggressive about reuniting democratic Taiwan under authoritarian China's rule. It shall not be denied or distorted by the Taiwan authorities or by anyone. Any form of Taiwan independence will
2: lead nowhere.
3: Though the United States is promising a stronger relationship with Taiwan. We have been very clear uh, that uh, our support for Taiwan uh, is rock solid. Uh, We've also been very clear uh, that we are committed to deepening our ties with Taiwan. Uh, We know that Taiwan is a leading democracy. Uh, It is a critical economic and security partner.
0: Yeah,
1: those over,
3: are some fine words right there. Good words, strong words.
1: Yeah, but all that's in the future and Japan is building up in a way that they haven't since World War II. So, yeah, I think the time if I'm China, I do it now. Um and you know, so you're 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 China, you're looking at American politics. You think there's going to be a Republican president next. I don't know who it's mm-hmm. going to be, but there's going to be a Republican president and the likelihood that they would go to war is much greater than the likelihood that Biden would go
0: to war. Right. Right. And then, you know, we haven't discussed, and, and I've not seen a lot of reporting on this, but the rise of the Quad, the solidifying of the uh, the alliance between ourselves, the Australians, the Japanese, and the Indians, and the several other countries that are saying, hey, this Quad thing you got going, we're interested, let's talk. Um, China's got to be looking at that as a closing of a window as well. Although they're calculating, is that rising strength of our adversaries. Uh, you know, what's the timetable on that versus our own rising strength? Because China's now strong, they think, and we think. But as uh, Mike Lyons has made clear, they're unbattle-tested. Some of the, A lot of their technologies haven't been used in battle. Uh, their Their people are not seasoned. They don't have seasoned commanders. So I'm not sure how confident they actually feel.
1: I don't know, but if China attacked Taiwan this afternoon, which could include... You know, immediately sink in one of our ships or several. But if, if that happened, every other story falls away. That's the only story on planet Earth for a while.
0: You know, if I'm Xi Jinping, I launch a massive all-out blockade slash, I mean, I haven't thought about this much. You wouldn't need to invade because you could, you could surround them and say, look, you're going to go the route of Hong Kong. Or we're going to level your cities. Um, if they did something like that, if I again, if I were Xi Jinping, I would p- call up uh, Joe Biden, wake him up from his nap, remind him of his name.
3: <laughs> oh, well, care. that bad That
0: wasn't charitable. Remind him of his name. That's too far. And then, and then say, look, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to s- 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 ruffle a hair on the head of an American sailor. Not going to shoot on your ships. We got no trouble with you. We're big old trading partners, buddy. You remember that? But Taiwan's ours, and we're taking it. So up to you.
1: And I think we'd back down.
0: Yeah, I. I. The last thing I would do would be to provoke the uh, the eagle, the bald eagle, and the American people.
1: The smart military move. I, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts with military people and all that sort of stuff. These aren't my original thoughts, but the smartest military move is. Th- The only country on the planet, if I'm China, that can stop me or get in my way is the United States. So you immediately sink a couple of our ships in the area while you take Taiwan. The problem with that is uh, the public will to take on China could change, you know, overnight very quickly. You sink one of our ships and kill a bunch of sailors. So, But I don't know. I don't know. The, The anniversary is the other day of the attack on the USS Cole, which I don't know how many people remember. It happened in October of 2000. One month before a presidential election, uh, Al-Qaeda blew up one of our ships, killed a bunch of sailors, and it didn't even, there wasn't even a question about it in the presidential debate. Nope. Nobody was interested in that story at all. Um, Just didn't even register. And then we had 9-11, you know, shortly thereafter.
0: Um, yeah, it was just perceived as the act of some desperate crazies in the yeah. Middle East. No big deal, though.
1: So maybe it's harder to wake the sleeping giant than I think. I don't know.
0: Hmm. If I'll we'll pardon the expression. I will not. Uh, we will find out together, I guess. And I wouldn't dare uh, take a guess as to what uh, what's going to happen or what the outcome would be. It's just it's so murky.
1: See, that's the only quibble I have with William Shatner or anybody else who talks about going into space and looking back on the Earth and... You know, we're just one people and getting along. That, that that might look that way from space, but it ain't the reality here on the ground. No, the it best people don't agree. No, yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure what good that philosophical wisdom does you. Uh, text line four one five two nine five kftc
3: and Getty Show. Town, some... Lego announced yesterday that it will remove all gender stereotypes from its toys, though there will still be some gender stereotypes when you step on one. Son of a bitch!
1: Um, another <laughs> another Seth Meyers joke that we really like.
3: DC Comics announced that the new Superman character will come out as bisexual. Come on, it's 2021. The crazy part is that there are still Superman comics. You see, kids, he's a reporter at a newspaper. He's a what at a what? He changes in a telephone booth. What are you talking about? What are these things? <laughs>
0: wow, no kidding.
3: That's funny. I was thinking about
0: payphones the other day.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I miss them. I, I liked it better when they existed. I don't. Yeah. I rarely need one. It'd be, been, be nice when uh, when you do.
0: Yeah, and they're always kind of gross, though. That handle always felt a little greasy. like <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't want to put it against your ear.
2: Eh, oh. We were all fine. Yes, Michael. Did you ever call anybody? Collect. I remember calling my parents. Collect. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: All the time.
0: Yeah.
2: When as I was
1: needed. Yeah.
0: Sure. Back in the day, when you had to have a real short conversation, if you were calling long distance, because it was so expensive. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that was low tech. This is high tech um amazon has announced it will allow many employees to work remotely indefinitely which sent a chill through many businesses in seattle the new policy which applies to nearly sixty thousand, if you can imagine that amazon office workers in the puget sound region likely to ratchet up anxieties along south lake union uh, that's the neighborhood business owners and further complicate forecasts for the future of the seattle office marketplace um and the the announcement uh, signed by Amazon CEO Andy Jassy, he explained that Amazon uh, will have the discretion to allow teams under their purview to stay remote completely, partially, or mostly in the office. What was interesting is they at no point said, and obviously there's some people who got to come into the office every day. They didn't even address that, which was everybody's reality. Well, virtually everybody's reality, not terribly long ago. Mm-hmm. But the new policy, as they mentioned, uh, the the folks who run restaurants, coffee shops, hair salons, gyms, all sorts of businesses around there are now terrified. So how this shakes out, nobody knows. Of course, none of those businesses can find workers anyway. So. Right. And have you heard about stalkerware apps? Uh, no. They are proliferating. Protect yourself, urges this article. It looked like a calculator app, writes this journalist, but it was actually spyware recording my every keystroke, the type of data that would give a stalker unfettered access to my private life. The app Flash Keylogger describes itself as a tool to monitor the online activities of family members, children perhaps, by logging what they type. Once it was installed from Google's uh, Google's official app store, its icon could be changed to that of a calculator or a calendar app. In my tests, ah. the app documented all of my typing, including web searches, text messages, and emails.
1: So my son's got a smartphone. I could put that on there; it would look like a calculator. And yeah, that's that's too far.
0: Yeah, on their phone, it would be a calculator app. But you could either download or, however it works, get all of their keystrokes.
1: I, I've known some people who do this. I think it would make me crazy, and I'll obviously be you know he wouldn't know about it, but. I think it would make me crazy. Yeah. The check constantly, and the, I
0: don't know. There are some parents who do that. They wouldn't have it any other way. I, I, I don't think I would. But So there are thousands of these apps now, widely available on Google's Play Store, and to a lesser degree, Apple's App Store. They become such a tool for digital domestic abuse by the obsessive, oh, the sure, possessive abusers sure. that Apple and Google have started in the past year acknowledging that the apps are an issue. They're trying to figure out what to do about them. So we could get more into the violence uh, part of it. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, adults spying on each other as well. So not good.
1: Um, major Bitcoin news we'll get to in just a second, even though I don't understand it. <laughs> Among other things on the way.
3: Armstrong and Getty. the armstrong and getty
1: show how about you set it up you're the one with balloons yeah M- michael just got balloons from the company because
2: he's been with the company for 23 years is today your anniversary i uh, actually it was just a few days ago okay oh, that's close that's close hey it was a nice thought i appreciate it
0: we should have gotten you balloons i mean heck nobody's benefited like us having you on the team michael we love working with you brother well you know, done.
2: I, th- I said that when you're doing something you love, time flies. And, you know, I can't believe it's been 23 years. Easy
0: with the flattery. Keep them down. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the beating wand. <laughs> Have more on stalkerware, including how to detect it
2: on your own phone, uh, coming up. Uh, but first, uh, do you want to set up this uh, clip, Michael? Yeah, this is a meteorologist uh, in Illinois, and uh, there's you know we have TVs in the studio so to monitor like CNN and stuff like that. Sure, well, yeah. She's oh, yeah. monitoring the college football game.
1: Yeah, I saw this. So she's she's doing her job while she's got the college football game on, and she's got a real rooting interest in it.
0: Is she watching my fight in Illinois? Do we know that?
2: If she's in Illinois, I think it was Texas A and M trying to beat Alabama. Yeah, it was oh, Alabama
1: okay. getting beat oh. for the first time in oh. forever and all that. Yeah. Okay. Efforts is really focused on the Texas A&M and the
3: Alabama game. game. We're tied right now. It's 38-38. We have the ball. It's like a minute 26 left. We just need to eat the time again to field goal range, kick a field goal, uh, and then we will win. It'll be the first time we beat Alabama since Johnny Menzel.
1: I'm trying to let her know that we do need to hear about the weather, though. Yes. I think you have a good forecast. People are going to want to hear about that. Can
3: they wait to after the game? (laughs) Although we're getting a lot of rain this week, I thought I would let you guys know. (laughs) Um, um, the fall foliage right now is, um, this week we're expecting it this week, um, it's going to be around, um, uh, this Friday as peak foliage, um, this week right now, um, for the, uh, Northwest over here, which is where the Quad Cities are at.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And for that lack of professionalism, she was fired. Her career ended. She descended into a haze of alcohol and pills.
1: She just should have said, the weather's going to be what it's going to be. The Alabama lost! You yeah! want to know if it's raining? Look at the sky.
0: <laughs> My entire career is a fraud, right? <laughs> Meteorology's a fraud. Go A M. and You can get the exact
1: information I can from your phone right now.
0: <laughs> Amen to that. So that, that's cute. That was cute. So, uh, we're talking about this, uh, hacker, I'm sorry, a stalkerware, they call it. For instance, you install it on somebody else's phone, if you get access to their phone, and it looks like a calculator or a calendar app. They don't really notice it. They don't use it, but it logs every keystroke or their locations or, or, or that sort of thing. Um, and then they mentioned that Google has banned some of these apps that violate its policies, including the one that was profiled in the article. Uh, Apple spokesperson referred to a safety guide, etc. Um, fighting stalkerware is tough. You may not suspect it's there. And even if you did, it can be difficult to detect since antivirus software only recently began flagging these apps as malicious. Um, but they have started. Uh, da, 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 da. Here it is. The app lurks in the background, and the abuser retrieves the data. Sometimes the information gets sent to the abuser's email address, or it can be downloaded from the website. In other scenarios, abusers who know their partner's passcode can simply unlock the device mm. to open the stalkerware and review the self-recorded data. Oh, boy. Now, granted, parents some parents use this. Uh, maybe your kid has a history of something or other, and you have to keep an eye on them. I'm not going to judge. You do what you think is right. But um, this is not super encouraging. How do you know you got this stuff on your phone? Well, look for unusual behavior on your device, like a rapidly draining battery.
1: So that's of no help.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh That could be a giveaway that a stock wrap has been constantly running in the background. Tell me or this, your though, Jack.
1: more than a year and a
0: half old. Yeah, and Apple is sending out the Cupertino death ray to make you buy a new one. My, I've got, uh, I'm still rocking the 8, the 8 plus. I got um, a 12 mini. To my shame. Um... But my battery life is great.
1: Well, good for you, man. My 7 when I traded in was a corded phone.
0: Yeah, right. But I, I've noticed that this one is the first one that hasn't had the tragic battery life central. Uh, maybe they got so a I wonder,
1: new technology or something. I don't well, know. and
0: wasn't there a lawsuit, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a coincidence. Uh, let's see. Scan your device. Some apps like Malwarebytes, Certo, Norton LifeLock, and Lookout can detect stalkerware. But to be thorough, take a close look at your apps and see if anything is unfamiliar or suspicious. If you find a piece of stalkerware, pause before you delete it. it maybe useful evidence if you decide to report the abuse to law enforcement. Wow, this is really getting serious. Anyway, Stalker, where they call it, will have uh, this article posted under hot links at armstrongandgetty.com for you. So I
1: don't have any idea how many of you are interested in this. you got to be of a certain age and musical taste, I guess, but Paul McCartney of the Beatles has been saying some pretty strong things for a guy who's 80 years old, he's 79. but um, I would never, I, I like the Beatles fine, they, but they don't, I've never liked, been a worshipful try to figure out the secret codes or anything like that um but when he was on saturday night live a couple years ago my view of him changed completely um they did he did four songs on saturday night live i think two years ago and it was freaking awesome oh, yeah two wing songs and two beatles songs i think it was just unbelievable it was so good anyway um he recently uh, so the who broke up the beatles thing has been a. Uh, controversy, I guess, for 50 years, and he's recently... For
0: people who need to get better controversies.
1: No kidding. And, uh, John, and he he said the other day that he told uh, Howard Stern, actually, in an interview, he said it was, um, it was John that blew up the Beatles. He said he walked in one day and said, I'm done. The Beatles are over. I'm leaving the Beatles. Um, so he said, I didn't do it. So (laughs) I don't know why he didn't tell Rolling Stone or 60 Minutes or whoever's been asking that question for the last 50 years this, but... He finally has revealed that. He also said, he was asked, uh, who's a better band, the Rolling Stones or the Beatles? And he said, well, clearly we are. I mean, the, the they're just a blues cover band, really. He said, I'm not sure I should say it, but they're a blues cover band. That's sort of what the Stones are. I think our net was cast a bit wider than theirs. So, has he not listened to the Stones since 1966? So then someone went to Mick Jagger, who's also 80 years old, and asked him about his band, and Mick Jagger said, well, one believe one band is still playing in stadiums, and the other one doesn't exist. And that was his 80-year-old, boom, blast, die, own you, sort of shot back.
0: So The two of you need to grow up. I think it's hilarious
1: that anybody's asking these questions, that they're responding, they're responding to each other.
0: And responding provocatively, too. I mean, Macca, you'd think he'd realize... No, just say something like one of the great bands, the fact that they're still going is amazing mix a showman Keith, what a guitar player just just throw that out there. not now well, they're basically a blues cover band you know they're not not so good.
1: I was actually wondering if if he's at that age and this happens uh you reach a certain age for some reason, your filters go and uh and you yeah, just that could be. and you just start saying what you think that's it it
3: and I to pressure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice.
1: timed, Michael. No wonder <laughs> you got a balloon for 23
0: years. That was perfect. Your filter um, and your coherence are gone.
1: I think everybody has, is, is aware of this phenomenon that uh, one of the reasons old people often are the way they are is your filter goes and you just say what you think. And I wonder if that's what he's doing, because you're right. He's always, That just seems like a weird thing to do.
0: The, the, well there's also basically cranky a blues old man. cover bed, right? Yeah, that hasn't been true for decades, Paul. With all due respect, and I'm a huge Beatles fan. Big Paul McCartney fan. Um you also get the grumpy old man syndrome, which has been identified by neuroscientists. Certain percentages of men just get grumpy and mean.
1: This idea is
3: a bunch of malarkey.
0: But wouldn't you think you're where you
1: rank in rock music history? Is just completely gone from your mind at that age. You would just think you would just never think about it ever.
0: Well, yeah, I guess. Although the whole Beatles versus Stones thing is so nineteen sixty seven. Well, that's what I mean. I would think he would just never cross his mind. And let's 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 take a moment, folks. Nineteen sixty seven, then seventy seven, then eighty seven, ninety seven. 2007 2017 and four years after that we find ourselves discussing the question really i just think it's hilarious somebody asked they answered well although when paul mccartney's latest album came out and he did all sorts of interviews because to promote the album people promote and i would promote the damn album if i got a chance to talk to paul mccartney too so it got a lot of attention even though it uh, it was okay um uh, but uh, he said, they asked him, why do you keep making music? Why are you writing? Why are you recording? And he said, essentially, like anybody else, I'm insecure. I want to feel like I matter. I want to feel like, you know, I can make good songs. And, and I heard that. I thought, are you, you freaking wrote yesterday. If you, if you'd done nothing else in your life, you're, you're done. You checked the box. You're a genius.
1: I think I've talked to enough old people to realize that that's not really the way it tends to work, though. Nope. What you did years ago. And like I've talked about before, things that happened to me many, many years ago, not even that many years ago, are really more like something I read about somebody else doing than something I did. I mean, it has the same effect, really.
0: In terms of the uh, the memory and and how it yeah, feels, yeah. right? I agree. It's like a story you wrote about or you read about somebody else. So,
1: yeah. Pa- Paul McCartney, sixties Paul McCartney to him is probably the same as sixties Paul McCartney is to me. I mean, it's just yeah. I've seen the, some of the shows and read about it, so it's interesting.
0: Right? Who? I wish I could remember who said brilliant things. I remember what they said, but I can never remember who said it. But somebody. Once said that uh, they're looking at a picture of themselves as a young man. It might have been Churchill, but he said it was a young man with whom I have absolutely nothing in common except that he is me.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I would feel that way. I'm not even sure 22 year old me would want. I know 22 year old wouldn't want to hang out with me. I don't know if I'd want to hang out with him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, you know, 18-year-old Joe would have a number of things to say to me, including, how has your golf game not gotten any better? (laughs) What's the matter with you? Between the technology and the amount of time I know we practice, what is the matter with you?
1: You've been doing this the whole time? Right. So let's go through this, 1984, 94,
0: 2004. Nope, same. (laughs) same same <laughs> narrow band of scores
1: anyway we're going to finish strong like we always do our text line 415295 kftc has overtaken china in bitcoin
0: mining i don't know how big a deal that is
1: but that's that
0: i'm I'm sorry i didn't have my headphones on what kind
1: of uh, mining uh the united states has overtaken china as the largest bitcoin mining center
0: oh right well that's uh she said no more get out right draining our power using up our bandwidth Um, They all got up and moved to Texas with their big Bitcoin mining uh, digging equipment and drills. I
1: think we've mentioned this 4.3 million Americans, almost 3% of the U.S. workforce quit their jobs in August. In August? Nobody has seen numbers like that before. Wow. Yeah, in August, almost 3% of the U.S. workforce quit their jobs. Experts attributed the data point to workers seeking better opportunities in America's hot job market.
0: Yeah, well, the the help-wanted shingle is out everywhere you go.
1: Has 3% of the workforce ever quit its job in one month? I doubt it. No, that's crazy. In Bogota, Colombia, U.S. embassy personnel are reporting symptoms of that whole Havana syndrome thing. Still a bit of a mystery as to what it is. Mm. Who's behind it? To what end? Didn't
0: we, the, the latest uh, thinking is that it's a, some sort of uh, eavesdropping or information vacuuming technology, and, and the neurological effects are a side effect. It's not a weapon, not intended to be.
1: That's what I read, and that makes perfectly good sense to me, although they did a big report on 60 Minutes someplace recently, and they didn't mention that at all, so I thought that huh. was interesting. But that makes sense to me because it's never made a sense as an attack. Why would you do this? If you have this power, why would you
0: do it? Who's doing it to do what? Why did you do it then and not wait for, you know, we've had these discussions ongoing and uh, Mm -hmm. it did not make sense as a weapon.
1: But if you've got some sort of ray that can suck the information out of my smartphone from a distance and it also scrambles my brain, that makes sense. Um, And this, I don't know if you've been following the whole Netflix Dave Chappelle special thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but so a lot of trans right groups are up in arms over this and they, uh, tried to get a boycott going and the Netflix CEO came out and said, basically this is just way too popular and making us too much money for
0: us to get rid of. Um, well, he said, we believe in artistic freedom.
1: I got to believe if it was not particularly successful, they'd give it the heave ho.
0: Well, I'd believe in it a little less anyway. Yeah.
1: But did you hear about one particular trans activist employee? Uh, forced their way into a meeting at Netflix, then got fired for being out of bounds, uh, but then have been reinstated following public pressure. So somebody, imagine where you work. You force your way into a meeting, you start screaming and yelling at the boss. You're going to get fired. Yeah. But in this case, people went, how dare you fire, standing up for, blah, so they hired them back. Yeah. yeah. Everybody caves. To the pressure groups, how do you think this is going to end? With more uh, special interest groups dictating what you're allowed to do, or fewer? I'll let you write an essay about that.
0: You know, on the transgender thing, I've been doing more reading about it. Uh, it, Europe was much more uh, hmm, permissive, enthusiastic about the whole hormone blockers and surgeries and transgenderism thing. They were years in front of the United States. Now Europe is pulling back in significant ways and saying the hormone blockers pre-puberty are a terrible idea for a variety of reasons. For people who do transition, for people who don't transition, this is bad. But you can't even get that conversation going in the United States because of the activist groups. Who consider it transphobic in the Netherlands, where they came up with these protocols? They're saying no more. This is bad. But n- nobody dares speak it in the U.S. Scary.
3: With your hosts, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty.
0: There you go.
1: Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty.
0: That's art. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. There he is, pressing the buttons in the control room. Been working here for 23 years. Are you kidding me, Michelangelo? Michael?
2: Yeah, first, congratulations to William Shatner going up in space. But, you know, it's a shame that not all of the Golden Girls are still alive because that would have been awesome to put all, of them together. all three of them together and put them up in space. <laughs> <laughs> right. Golden Girls in Space. Young Alex, our behind-the-scenes
0: producer, doing a fine job. Alex, a final thought? You know, I've been really been enjoying the Giants-Dodgers series this
1: last week or so, but I'm unfortunately unable to watch Game 5. I have previous travel arrangements, and um, I hurts. wonder if it's too late to cancel. you got to record it and make
0: everybody keep it a secret so you can launch it. It's your only choice. Reminds me of flying home during the Super Bowl a number of years ago. Oh, miserable experience. And my team lost. Jack, a final thought you'd like to share?
1: Speaking of sports, kind of. So uh, the NFL coach that had to quit because some of his emails came out, um, there are hundreds of thousands of other emails that aren't being disclosed. And so everybody believes it was some sort of vendetta, either by the commissioner, Goodell, or somebody, to target a specific person and get rid of them. That's one of the problems with this digging through everybody's past, is you can selectively choose who you want to destroy and who you don't.
0: Well, I will uh, hold on to my final thought for tomorrow, because it'll be relevant then, too. I will tell you this. Gruden badmouthed Goodell a lot, and and, in pretty severe terms, too. So, yeah, uh, that is a great theory.
1: Yeah, so I think we live in a time where um, there's so many things that are fireable offenses, canceling offenses, and your company or the government or whoever has got enough texts and emails that if they decide they need to destroy you, they'll destroy you. Wow, something to look forward to.
0: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So a little time, go to armstrongandgetty.com. We've got some cool new stuff in the A&G swag store, including the Halloween-themed spooky a and t-shirt. Friend of Armstrong and Getty, you want to have one of these, you can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com.
1: It's scary comfortable. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America.
3: Listen up, Jack Wagon. I want to hear this. There's no conversation. There's not. There's no adult dialogue, if you will. It's just...
2: Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. It's insane. Um, like, Eddie, well, it like, also makes me feel bad. No. These conversations are intrinsically multifaceted. I hope I never recover from it. And I think it's going to be a long, long time till Touchdown brings me around again to find yes.
3: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty